Are you a bodybuilder or a weightlifter? I'm actually so excited to have this conversation. And yes, there is a difference. And there's a difference in the kingdom too. There are weightlifting Christians and there are bodybuilding Christians. And I pray that by the end of this episode, you will set a goal to be the most powerful and purposeful bodybuilder out there, all for God's glory. So let's get into this. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, let's go. This is seriously a topic I've been wanting to talk about for years. And when I say years, I legit mean years. I didn't know how the conversation would come about and how I would put it all together. But living through this myself and seeing the examples and the scenarios and the correlation in my own life, I'm so ready to share this. Disclaimer, even if you don't work out, although if you listen to this podcast every week, I truly hope you've laced up your sneakers and headed out the door at least a few times. But although I'm not personal training anymore, I still have that deep desire for myself and for you to live a healthy lifestyle. And I'm not closing any doors. I actually have to renew my personal training certification every two years. And this is the year that the renewal is coming up. And you know what? I'm going to renew it because I still have desires within me and I don't know where God will lead me and how he will ask me to serve in each community that I'm in. So I'm just going to keep all the doors open. Anyway, all that to say, even if you never work out, please don't skip over this episode. You will catch on. You'll get the analogies. You'll probably even chuckle to yourself or laugh out loud a couple times picturing friends and family in each example. And if not friends and family, you can roll your eyes and think about someone online who fits the description. But spiritually, you'll see where you fit. So here we go. Are you a weightlifter or are you a bodybuilder? Now, I'll give you a little background because you may actually think these are the same thing. And I guess technically you could argue that they are, but within the world of fitness and as someone who competed in those shows on a stage with the glitter and the gems and the clear high heels and all the things, let me tell you, weightlifters and bodybuilders are not the same. I'll clarify this from the start too. You don't have to compete to be a bodybuilder. You don't have to be all huge with muscles bulging out to be a bodybuilder. Anyone can be a bodybuilder. And I hope you recognize by the end of these next 20 minutes that being a bodybuilder is not in the look, it's in the training. It's actually less about the physical than you think. And I'm just putting it right out there and I'm just saying it out loud. I pray that you want to be a bodybuilder. There is a bodybuilder inside you. So like I said, I've been wanting to talk about this in the spiritual sense for years. Well, now's the time. And it's a little funny because just this past week, I joined a new local gym. I haven't had a gym membership in years and not even because of the pandemic, but just because I created this mindset to live a healthy life with no excuses and no financial barriers. And that's how I like to train my clients. Use what you have. You don't need the gym. So anyway, a brand new gym opened up super close to my home, like less than 3,000 steps on the Fitbit. Yes, I've walked it and tracked it, but it's brand new and I was looking for a change, so I'm giving it a go. 
So as I was working out this week in the gym, this topic came back in my mind hard. And I started to take notes in my phone of what I wanted to talk about. And I could make all these charts of comparisons and contrasts, but I really wanted it to be so super simple. And I wasn't sure how to do that. But y'all, as I reached into the washing machine to change the laundry, I got it. And I smiled so big. Like I just love when the Holy Spirit just comes through right when you need him, but is still so out of the blue. So like most of my episodes, we've got three points coming in. And I'm going to give you all three right off the bat and then go into details. But these are the main points that differentiate between being a weightlifter and a bodybuilder. It's the purpose, the process, and the prep. That's it right there. The purpose, the process, and the prep. And I promise you, by the end of this episode, you will stop thinking weightlifting and bodybuilding are the same thing and you'll be ready. Well, I pray you'll be ready to be a true bodybuilder for the kingdom of God. So first, let's talk about the purpose. What's the purpose? This is your first differentiating factor. So let's compare. Weightlifters care about how they look. They care about how others look at them. They care about the number on the machine. They care about how many plates the other people see them put on the bench press. Weightlifters work out for show. Weightlifters follow a fad and jump on a bandwagon and want everyone else to follow the way they do it. What worked for you is exactly what will work for everyone else. Sure, you gain muscle. Heck, you may even be completely jacked. But stick with me here on my comparison. A weightlifter is here for show. Now, a bodybuilder, on the other hand, a bodybuilder is training specifically for a goal. Whether it's in-season or off-season, there's still a purpose toward the goal. Whether it's a day off or a day that includes three workouts, the prime focus is the purpose. A bodybuilder never takes their eye off the prize. So, what's your purpose? As a believer, as a daughter of the king, as a man after God's own heart, what's your purpose? Are you focused on how others see you? Are you peering around during worship service to see if anyone else sees you with your hands raised? Are you posting scripture every day so that others can see that you are so spiritual? Are you driving with a Jesus fish or a God loves you bumper sticker on your car with your windows rolled all the way up so nobody else can hear what you're actually listening to? Or do you have your eyes on the prize, aka Jesus? Is your purpose to let him shine through you? Is your motive genuine with a heart for the Lord in all that you do? Whether it's Sunday or Thursday, you're serving others with sincerity, knowing you are the Lord's hands and feet in the earth. You don't have to post all about the good works you do because the Lord sees them and that's what matters. You see, weightlifters go to the gym and lift weights. Bodybuilders create a lifestyle and nearly every decision they make is put on the sliding scale of their goal. Does this decision get me closer to my goal or does this decision take me further from my goal? And keep in mind, the goal is not always growth. Some days the goal is rest. Let me just throw that out there for you to chew on. So the purpose is different. And what else is different? Number two, the process. Well, training is training. Or is it? I'm going to continue straight from what I just talked about with the purpose. If you ever worked out with a competing and in-season bodybuilder in the gym at the same time as you, here's what you're likely to notice. They are quite secluded. Besides a trainer and a coach, if that, you won't see them having many conversations with everyone around. In fact, you'll often find them training with a hat on and maybe even a hood up. Y'all, I used to work out with a hat on and a hood up all the time. I know, I know, but it was for a purpose in my process. 
I did give off that don't talk to me right now vibe. First of all, I wasn't in the gym to make friends or chit chat. I had a purpose and a goal and this one hour or two hours of my day was strategic and essential to my goal. I had a plan in place and I followed it to a T because my purpose was important to me. Now, catch me at church, at the mall, out for a walk, at the coffee shop, different Kayla. Sure, I'm still introverted and don't like just anybody in my business, but when my eyes were on the prize as a bodybuilder, those hours were set aside for that purpose and I was focused on what was required of me to reach my goal. That hat and hoodie was not just to give off a vibe. And it wasn't just to make me sweat more. It was like my blinders. I was in my own little cocoon. And when it was time to put the work in, I created a space that distractions couldn't infiltrate. Do you have protected intentional time with the Lord? Protected meaning that it's important to Him and to you and that you have uninterrupted time together for training, for growth, for development, for a push toward the purpose. Do you have that? Have you ever been on a date or having a conversation with someone and you end up like scoffing and rolling your eyes saying, could you please just put your phone down for a minute and pay attention to me? Well, look, it's a discipline. It takes work. Very rarely will I answer my phone before or during my morning Bible time with the Lord. I have to intentionally put my hat on and hood up so that I'm not distracted. I purposely have my water, my journal, my pen, and my Bible already in place so that I don't need to run around and grab things I forgot. I'm all ready. I'm ready for the process, and I'm intentional with it. So what's the process of a weightlifter? Y'all, I'm not bagging on weightlifters. I'm truly trying to get you to see that there's a difference. And many of you who think you are just weightlifters... You actually are bodybuilders, so give yourself that credit. You don't have to step on a stage to be a bodybuilder, just like you don't have to step up to a pulpit to be a minister. But what I'm asking you right now is, what does your process look like? I'm just going to make some quick comparisons right here when it comes to the process. Weightlifters follow the magazines, the internet, the Instagram workout from somebody else. Bodybuilders customize their training for their needs, their strengths, their weaknesses, knowing they were created with uniqueness and their uniqueness is beautiful and powerful. Weightlifters pride themselves on how much weight they push, posting it for the gram to see how strong they are. Bodybuilders will use smaller dumbbells, seemingly easy for them, in order to effectively train that one specific muscle deep down that may be their weakness. Weightlifters also sometimes get stuck in a routine and just go through the motions every day. Bodybuilders keep track of progress, know where they're at, and use what's called progressive overload to grow. That means that once their foundation and fundamental movements are solid, it's time to add. Weightlifters snap the gym selfies, talk to everyone in the gym, and want to be known as the strongest weightlifter. Bodybuilders focus on themselves, their own development, and whether there are 30 people watching or absolutely nobody there, their dedication and work ethic remains top-notch. Weightlifters flex in the mirror to show their big muscles, boasting about their accomplishments. Bodybuilders flex as a training measure to evaluate areas of strength and weakness in order to grow and train more effectively. And this one right here, weightlifters will do whatever it takes to lift that weight, the big weight. Bodybuilders will lower the weight in order to lift with a strategy, using proper mechanics and fundamentals so as to not hurt themselves because the purpose is bigger than just one moment. Oh my goodness, y'all. This comparison has me examining myself so much when it comes to my relationship with God and the process I'm in every day. When it comes to my relationship, am I a weightlifter or a bodybuilder? Are you a weightlifter or a bodybuilder? Let's see. 
And although I'm calling out you in these questions, please know I have been examining myself over and over and over, especially preparing for this episode. Alrighty, ready? Let's dig into your relationship with God. Okay, are you following what worked for everyone else? Trying every new devotional, listening to the songs everyone is sharing, quoting the scriptures that your favorite pastor quotes all the time? Or are you personally and individually spending intentional time with the Lord just for you, seeking His will just for you, singing songs of praise to Him straight from your heart, quoting the scripture or promise God spoke for your situation? Are you going through the motions, doing all the Christian things, going to church, watching the sermons, listening to the music, checking out some Christian podcasts? I appreciate you. Or... Do you know you have a solid foundation and now it's time to increase? It's time to take that Bible time to a new level by adding journaling. It's time to lead that group at church. If your foundation is strong, build on it. Are you trying to do it all, lift it all, carry it all, and hold on to everyone else's responsibilities because you keep telling yourself you have to serve them, you have to love them, and if you don't carry it, nobody else will? Or... Are you releasing what is not meant for you to carry in this season and focusing on what God has put in your hands for this season right now and recognizing that growth is coming when you allow 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 and Paul's words to wash over you? When he speaks about the Lord saying this, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's the truth right there. Are you worried all about what other people say, what other people see, how others perceive you as a believer? Or are you spending secluded time with the Lord so that you hear, recognize, listen to, and obey only His voice? Whether there's a whole community looking or if you're in the shower at home, are you giving God the same energy, the same dedication, the same praise? Are you praising God and talking about every blessing only? Or are you also confessing your struggles, your weaknesses, and allowing him to mold you and make you whole and strong in all areas of your life and heart? Are you focused on the number, on the instant gratification? Or are you allowing God to work in his timing and his process little by little? Living out Luke 16 verse 10 where Jesus is teaching and says, If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with the greater responsibilities. Let me share this really quick. The number of scripture or pages or chapters you read every day, that only tells people the number of scriptures or pages or chapters you read every day. What matters is the Lord speaking to you, you listening and hearing his voice. It may be one word that he gives you to meditate on for an entire week. What matters is your relationship with him, not the number. Got it? And truthfully, I got to continue on. Are you hurting? Are you hurting from carrying the load? The load you were never designed to carry, the load that is just too darn heavy, but you think that if you just switch some things around, you can do it all. You can push this weight. You're hurting yourself. Are you making sure others are looking when you put that heavy weight on your back and struggle to carry it, but you think it looks like a badge of honor that you can do it all on your own? You're hurting yourself. And if by chance you've been able to carry that load... You better thank God for His grace right now that you haven't completely collapsed under the weight of the burden you've been trying to carry alone. Thank Him that even in your own conceitedness, He has not humbled you like the rest of the Jim Fail Nation on Instagram. Look, with a heavy load, a bodybuilder never sets up without a spotter. A bodybuilder never puts themselves in a dangerous situation. Sure, they challenge themselves. They know and understand that adding more pressure is the only way to grow, but they are never alone in the challenge. Who's spotting you? 
Oh, I'll let you just marinate on that one in your own time. Look, lay down the burdens. Lay down the heavy stuff. Lay down what you were not meant to carry. God's yoke is light. His yoke is easy. And I've got to believe his yoke will build you up little by little. So trust his process. Bodybuilders trust the process. In fact, they trust so much that they release the process into someone else's hands. Whose hands do you trust your process in? Yours or God's? Let me move on to the final point I want to make, which for some of you, this may be the one that comes up most when you think about bodybuilders. Number three, the prep. Now, Get all the images out of your mind that bodybuilders have to eat the same exact thing every single day, meal after meal. Chicken, rice, asparagus, fish, sweet potatoes, green beans, oatmeal, and 48 egg whites. No. Truthfully, more often than not, weightlifters are the ones that do that. Why? Because weightlifters are following the trend of what worked for someone else. Is it effective? Sure it is. But let me break this down to you again. Bodybuilders are focused on the fundamentals, the basics, the optimal input and output for their own body, which will get them to that prize, that goal, that desired outcome in a healthy way. Hear me on that, in a healthy way. Now I'll take the tangent if you want, because yes, I can speak from my own personal experience on this topic, but Kayla, didn't you like starve yourself and deplete your water intake and everything in the days leading up to the show? Yes. Yes, I did. In the days leading up to the show. But you know what else I've done in my life? I've fasted. I've pushed back food. I've shut everyone else out. I've sat alone with the Lord in moments leading up to a big decision, a crucial fork in the road, a fearful diagnosis, a next chapter. See, the problem is, often you're looking at the prep without the purpose. Bodybuilders are very aware that their stage weight or stage look or in-season training regime is not sustainable year-round in order to maintain overall optimal health. And as a believer, you should know that there will be times you have to press in, take time away, and even fast in order to reach that purpose. There is sacrifice involved, and the sacrifice is strategic because it's geared toward the purpose. I hope I haven't lost you here, but let's get back to prep for a minute, and then I'll close out this episode with a couple challenges for you. So with prep, what about supplements? I'm glad you asked. Do bodybuilders use supplements? Of course they do. But I would actually argue that weightlifters use them more. You see, bodybuilders get all they can from natural sources. Would a processed protein shake work? Probably. But egg whites and chicken breasts would be more fulfilling in a lot of ways. Supplements are not a fad for bodybuilders. Supplements are not a means for bodybuilders. They're exactly what they're called. Supplements. In addition to a solid foundation. Because you're depleting and working so hard, add in these supplements to keep you in a healthy state toward your purpose. Peter talks about supplementing our faith. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-8, to 8, we read this, In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, and moral excellence with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ supplement. These right here are not the foundation. The foundation is your relationship with God, your faith. These supplements cannot replace that. Chugging shaker bottles full of moral excellence and self-control without sitting down with a meal of faith and relationship with the Lord is of no use toward your purpose and His. Supplements are supplements. They are not the end-all and be-all of who you are and who you are called to be. 
Okay, I said I'd give you a couple challenges, so here they are. Because the kingdom of God does not need a bunch of weightlifters. The kingdom of God needs bodybuilders for God's glory and God's purpose. So here are four things I'm challenging you to implement into your life this week, maybe even today. Number one, snap a progress pic. Recognize where you've come in your relationship with God and ask the Holy Spirit to help you point out areas you can grow in right now. Number two, put your blinders on. Schedule in intentional time with God. With God. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Build up your endurance over time, but put your hat on and hood up and eliminate all the distractions and just be with Him. Number three, decrease the weight on the bar. You weren't designed to carry it all. Open your clenched fist and release the weight. And fourth, increase the weight on the bar. No, I'm not contradicting myself. Look, if your fundamentals are solid, challenge yourself. That's how you're going to grow. Let me tell you about my friend. She's an avid gym goer. She never misses a Monday. It's just her thing. She's there every day. Finally, one day, the friend and trainer in me kicked in and I sent her a message and said, girl, add some plates on the leg press. You've been pushing two plates for way too long. She did, and she surprised herself. See, sometimes we just need someone to point out that it's time to stop pushing weights around in our lives and time to start building. Remember, being a bodybuilder is not about a stage. It's about your purpose, your process, and your prep. So give yourself credit. Have you been a bodybuilder for years, for decades? Or have you been a gym rat, weightlifter, going through the motions for show? Speak the truth over your life. You are a bodybuilder. Speak the truth over your life. You are a minister. The shift will start in your mind, but then you'll recognize it in your purpose, in your process, and in your prep. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.